Don't forget to like, follow, subscribe, and turn on notifications so that you will receive alerts when there are new episodes. Go get it. Grinding for so long, I wake up and chase my goals. I go out and I go get it. How to code, that's all I know. I don't succeed, then I don't breathe. Success, what does it mean? If I conquer all my goals, then I'm living out my dream. Dig deep, go out and get it. Success Chronicles, compete until it's finished. Success Chronicles, go take care of your business. Success Chronicles, it's deeper than just winning. Success Chronicles. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Chip Baker coming to you with another episode of the Success Chronicles. Today, we're here with my guy, Mr. Tim Lewis, a great guy, a business strategy leader, uh, doing some amazing things. I'm so thankful to have him on this episode. So first off, thanks so much for taking the time to interview with the Success Chronicles. Oh, thank you for having me. you know, to be able to interview. And I appreciate it. I know we've had some scheduling conflicts over the last month or so, man. I'm so glad we got the time to actually do it now. No worries. <laughs> yeah, we do have time. Well, uh, let's dive into it. If you don't mind uh, sharing your story uh, with the audience and tracking your story till now. Yeah. So um, it's had some twists and turns for sure. And they've all been good or life lessons, but I'm from Prattville, Alabama originally. So I'm a down South boy, right? And uh, country boy, actually. And a lot of people don't know that. They, they don't think that when they look at all the degrees and different things, like, oh, yeah, you know, they don't know where I come from. Right? So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I'm from Proudwell, Alabama. Um, single mom raised me uh, along with other family members. Uh, dad left when I was born. Um, and it's not only that's a detriment or anything like that. Um, it's just more of a testament to, to my mom and, and, and what she's done and what she's sacrificed in her life. Uh, to be able to provide for me, to give me opportunities that, you know, she didn't have. I know that life. Yeah, man. And (laughs) you you appreciate those things. I mean, definitely when you're older, you know, when you're younger, you're such in the moment and you're probably just playing as a kid or whatever. So um, I do appreciate that. And there's a lot of other people in my life that have really helped along that journey too. But Mm -hmm. I give a lot of credit to her uh, and looking back and watching how hard she had to work. But, you know, went to Prapple High School, um, graduated from there, ended up going to Shelton State Community College for two years. Um, one of the best experiences of my life, probably the best um, college experience of my life was, uh, was there just overall. Um, left there and went to play Division I basketball at Jacksonville State. Another great experience um, to be able to live out one of those dreams was to be a Division I basketball player. So I was able to do that. Um, and then when I graduated in 2006, um, I walked across the stage. I'll never forget it, Chip. I, I didn't know what I was going to do in life. It, it had nothing to do with intellect. It was just, wow, like basketball is gone, right? I mean, for me, it was try to go play overseas or um, the next best thing I decided to do was go into coaching because that, that was pretty much, you know, that's the nexus that you've been living is either you're a player, you know, you're being coached. So went into coaching at University of Alabama. Um, as a graduate assistant basketball coach. And that's under the time it was Mark Godfrey was the head coach there. Then uh, another great opportunity, got a chance to be exposed to basketball at the highest level in in the college space. Um, Started working on my master's in sports management during that time, finished that. And then in 2008, um, I made the transition to coaching junior college um, in the same city in Tuscaloosa with, one of my father figures, uh, you know, Coach Barry Bohan, um, him and his family are, have been unbelievable to me. 
Uh, so I coached with him for seven years. I got my MBA during that time from the University of Alabama. And then the last, the most interesting part of this journey, Chip, that everybody looks at my resume or when they talk to me, you know, they see a lot of the athletic background. They see some of the uh, degrees and things like that. But I can tell you the most important piece of this journey was in 2011 when I took a job at uh, UAB Health System and in strategy and business development. It was an area that I had no idea about mm-hmm. healthcare, none. I went into something completely, completely green. And it challenged me in ways that I had never been challenged before, you know, just intellectually, um, making sure your preparation's on point, right? It's easy, basketball's easy, right? It's, it's easy. People make it so hard, it's, it's easy. Uh, but when you go into a healthcare meeting and you're dealing with CEOs and physicians and people that really know their stuff. That's a little different. Green, yeah, it's so different, but it taught me a skill set that I use to this day, right? Uh, and it showed me that a lot of those soft skills that we always talk about, how no matter, you know, how hard an environment can be, if you got those soft skills, you can navigate your way. Um, and I was able to do that for four and a half years. The, one of the more important jobs I ever had because of uh, it made me really think about things such as emotional intelligence, um, the politics of knowing a room, knowing people's motives, the power, the power structure, right? So that right there was very impactful and then I went to and the people were unbelievable at UAB the leaders that that I that I worked with uh, and my colleagues fantastic uh, then I went to the NCAA uh, in 2015 and kind of combined all those skills right from the coaching and the playing um, and then you know the strategy and business development right because they started a new department that we worked in there um, engagement and strategic partnerships and that was basically to, to engage and strategically partner with um, all stakeholders that were around any of the potential kids that wanted to be um, student athletes, right? So mm-hmm. that was an unbelievable opportunity there. Um, met a lot of really good people in the national office um, and, and got a chance to be able to work with them side by side and then bring some of the experiences I had, but also learn from them. And then I left there in the end of 2019 and started doing some diversity and inclusion consulting. And that's what, you know, the current career that I have. Obviously, coronavirus has stopped a lot of people's tracks when it comes to those kind of things. Yeah. Um, but that right there is another interesting kind of twist, too, uh, because you're able to see so many things from different lenses. And, and you're able to try to understand how do we continue to be inclusive in life? Right. And, you know, sometimes I think we've overprogrammed and we've made it too complicated. Um, <laughs> you know, that's what I feel personally. Um, but there are true challenges in that space. So, yeah, it's just been an interesting journey. And um, I've met some amazing people along the way, friends and mentors and people that uh, I am so blessed to be able to pick up the phone and text and check on or if I got an issue or if I got a question. Uh, I'm blessed in that in that aspect. Right. I try to make sure I pay it forward to other people. Yeah. You know, just hearing you talk about your story and I don't know your transitions and things that you've done and, you know, pushing yourself to get out of the box, you know, in in uncomfortable environments, um, you know, and just the relationships that you've gained. uh, It's amazing how uh, we go about just doing our thing and we gain those amazing things that come in our life. Mm -hmm. And it's truly a blessing, like you said, I try to pay it for. It's truly a blessing when we have the awareness 
to see that, hey, we are, I mean, I'm pretty fortunate. <laughs> like, this is really cool here, you know? And uh, and then you go and, and give those, you know, things to others. I, I think it brings, like, fulfillment to you in a, in a major way. It does. You know, it, it does. And it's, uh, I can't explain how much fulfillment I, I get from doing things like this that can really help somebody. Or when somebody calls and says, hey, Tim, you know, what do you think about this? Or when you see a young person that gets their first internship when they graduate or whatever it may be, those yeah. are things that are really so impactful because you can really relate to being that yeah, I was there. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. You really relate. And so, yeah, for me, just paying these things forward, um, it, I, there's no way in the world I'd be where I'm at without the people that were to my left or right. No way. As much as some of the individual accomplishments that I've had, um, even during those, it's just so many people that I, I owe I got to pay homage to, right? Yeah. And I'm appreciative of that. I think about that a lot. Love it. Well, just hearing that, you know, what are three things you've accomplished in your life that you're proud of? I'd say the first um, is definitely being the first to graduate college, right? And when you don't see that growing up, you know, um, when your mom has been working, she goes straight into work from high school, right? That was something that was uh, in the household. Um, You would just see, they would go, you know, when you turn 18 in the deep South, some people are like, you got to get out of here, right? You got to go work, become a, a woman or a man, right? So mm-hmm. my mom was one of those people. Um, and I didn't see um, college, you know, educated people, right? Doesn't mean they weren't smart. They just didn't go to college. Right. And intermediate family, um, extended family, I just didn't see it. And so to be able to go to college, um, that right there is one of the most uh, impactful things that have helped my life because that started the journey, right? The, the true journey of me being quote unquote, a man. I know we use that a lot, right? So, um, yeah, we use that a lot. So yeah, I, I learned a lot of good lessons and hard lessons too during that transition, but yeah. that, that, <laughs> you already know, right? I feel, I mean, as you say, like, like, I, I feel like, like I, I not only do I understand, but I feel it, you know, yeah. That, yeah. that life, man, just going from that. Yep. Yeah. So that was definitely one. And then let alone having a master's of MBA and a doctorate too, as well with all that. Those are just added um, things into that, that piece. And I would say too, one of the other important things I really don't talk about a lot because it's really awkward for me to talk about individual accomplishments a lot, but um, I happen to be a part of our first championship team um, at, at Shelton state, you know, community college. And that was something that's special to me because I had never won a championship. It was always close. Um, and to be a it with a lot of really, really great people, uh, but great coaches and great folks around. I mean, those kind of environments we talk about from a culture perspective. Um, that is one of the more proud moments I had that I know that I put a lot of blood, sweat, tears uh, into that moment. And that was fantastic. And I still think about it to this day. And, and we all reminisce about some of those memories we had uh, from those younger years. And that's one. I'll tell you the other thing, you know, Chip, is the athletic transition is hard, right? When, you know, it's hard. And, and I don't think people understand how hard it is, right, if you've never been in that boat. And so, I'm, oh, it's tough. Um, and it, I have such an appreciation for it now um, when I look back because the, the sports part was easy. 
you know, basketball. And when we look back, yeah, we complained about workouts. We complained about, you know, coach or this or that. I got to do homework. <laughs> we look back, that was easy. But when you transition out of that and you got to go work and you got responsibilities and you got to go pay bills and you got to figure out how am I going to navigate this workspace and you got so much stuff. Um, and then let alone to be having different kind of jobs and different things. For me, the ability to transition out of sport into, into things in life that I liked, I think that is something that I'm proud of now. Um, and I may have took for granted when I was playing. I thought everything was going to be this easy. Um, and that was, that was a tough transition. Um, and so I get it. And, and when people sometimes rag on athletes and decisions they make and different things, I'm like, it's a lot of pressures internally that sometimes people don't understand. Mm -hmm. um, that, and, and so having a little bit more empathy to those situations because it is a different world, a different mindset. And, and when you have to enter into somewhere where you have been this or leave something that you've been the subject matter expert in, and now you're entering into a space that is so unknown, um, there can be some challenges there. And so I, I've learned a lot. And that was another reason why UAB was so impactful because that was the first true full-time opportunity that I stepped out of my comfort zone and it was a completely different world. Yeah. Um, but I had amazing colleagues and amazing leadership that really helped me along the way. That really started my journey. Yeah. You know, just as you explain it, that's, that's one thing that I'm truly passionate about too. Um, you know, being in a high school setting, mm -hmm. it's important to me to make uh, the sports opportunities relevant to life. You know what I'm saying? Because like you said, I've been through that where like, oh, you know, like, like you said, like you, yes, uh, it was, you know, hard workouts, like you said, and all that stuff, but really is your passion. Like, I don't care what you do. Like, you ain't gonna make me not do this. You know what I'm saying? Bring yeah. it. Let's go. You know, but then it's different in the world. And so if you don't have a core common set of principles that you believe in if you don't really understand uh whose you are you know rather than you know who you you know yes know who you are but understand the perspective of things you know the sport doesn't make you mm -hmm. you know what makes you is who you are you know whose you are the big man looking out for you and giving you opportunities yeah. but and if you don't understand or realize those things you can really be out of whack. And, you know, we've seen that, you know, with, with people around us because it happens a lot. Yeah. Right. And so that's one thing that I'm truly passionate about because I, I talk every pretty much lots of the people that I've interviewed that have sport backgrounds and that are doing amazing things. I always ask them. And, and I was going to do this with you. If we could do a topic session again, you know, and basically we talk about the transition. Absolutely. Oh, I, I would love to do that. Yeah. And, you know, and I've done that and talked with several, you know, you know, top athletes that have, you know, been NFL, but they, you know, had to make the transition and you know, how'd you make the transition? So it's a, man, it's, a, I'm so passionate about that because it hurts my heart when you see people get lost. Yeah, it, it, it is, it is tough because it's the double-edged sword. Because if you go back in history, you know, sports and entertainment was one of the first things for minorities to be able to be accepted and get granted access to, right? So, yeah, period, regardless of where you come from. Yeah. 
If you're an athlete, you're good. Yeah. And so that has always been the entry point, which is good. But the downside of that, too, is because that's the entry point. Sometimes that's the only the focus point. And that's what you're talking about. And then that leads to that transition being hard at the end. So it's that double edged sword. Right. How do you use that to and you, you said it best. How do you use that to truly transition? to life after sport, because it's going to end for all of us at some point, the playing part, right? The playing part, everybody, right? You know, at some point. Well, let's hit on success. Um, what's your definition yeah. of success? And, and I keep the success, you know, and I used to struggle with this one, you know, the success part when I was younger, I thought um, it was because I didn't come from much. So <laughs> I got to go make some money, right? So I got to go make some money and dive in. And um, and that was one of my focal points that when I was younger. And then it kind of shifted a little bit to more happiness, you know, figure out how holistically can I be happy in my life. But I'll say it's really to me, I think it depends on the person. So I do believe for me, it's just accomplishing goals that are around my purpose, right? And, and one of the purposes I have in life is to make sure that, I am helping lead younger generations of people um, to be whatever they want to be, but also challenging them to think outside the box, right? And, you know, I think we we do have a lot of things that, from a cliche perspective, I do think fits in life. But I think a lot of them, too, um, are some things that probably need to be tweaked and we need really, really need to dive into, you know, when we talk about the life after sport. There are some things that don't transition from sport to the real world. Right. We never talk about those. Right. So and that's probably another uh, another section that we can talk about later. Yeah. Uh, one of the topics. But there's some things, Chip, that don't transition. Right. And <laughs> I found that out, too. Right. Yeah. So I do believe it's just figuring out what those goals are that you that you like um, and they change. And but hopefully you understand what your purpose is. And, and that can be something that you can use as your North Star um, when you're moving forward. That's how I just uh, define success. I love that. I love that. So before we get off, if you don't mind sharing with the audience where they can go follow you and check you out and show you some love. Yeah. Yeah. So look me up uh, on LinkedIn. Um, Tim Lewis. Um, you'll find me on there. You'll see the bald black guy right in the picture. <laughs> so bald head guy. Um, and you can follow me on LinkedIn. That's one of the bigger things that I, that I use, but also Twitter. Um, you can look me up. It'll say Dr. Tim Lewis. I think it's T. Lou uh, 2022. So you can find me uh, on Twitter as well. Um, and just follow me. Send me a message. Uh, I respond. I love connecting with folks um, through those mediums and hopefully have conversations. So, uh, man, I appreciate the opportunity to be able to sit down. You know, those yes, are this has been great. Thank you. Thank you. Well, again, I want to say thanks so much for taking the time to, you know, share the nuggets of life and success that you have been blessed to achieve. And uh, I wish you continued success. Absolutely. Continued success to you too. And I appreciate you doing this and, and you know, you're highlighting a lot of people around the world and a lot of different functions that they do. So it's been really good to be able to see. Thank you. Thank you so much. And thank you guys for checking out this episode. We'll see you next time. God bless. All right. Go get it.